So, how you feeling? I felt better. <laughs> went to gotta turn myself up here. Went to Baltimore one. yesterday, and went to like a food festival. Oh yeah, I mentioned it to you. wasn't so much. Uh, didn't it wasn't what I thought. Um, so power plant had it all closed off, and lots of people didn't really have that much food. To be honest, it was like. I found it strange. There's a long line at an Auntie Anne's truck. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's one of these. If so Auntie it, Anne's is one of the things to get. <laughs> was it more booze? No, but that was the other thing. It wasn't many people drinking either. So and it was kind of cold and windy. It, was, it just wasn't the right festival for us, really. Um, but we went out in Canton for a little bit. And I think we went out close to four. And we're back by eight. We're done. There were shots of tequila involved. And mm. My stomach still feels a little off. Mm. But fun night. But yeah, the food festival, we didn't end up getting any food. Like, they didn't really seem to have very much. There was like a hot sauce stand that no one was at. <laughs> it was kind of like... I wonder, what do you think it was the weather that affected it? Well, it was a lot of people. I think it just wasn't planned right. Like, it, okay. what, what it was supposed to be, I think it just wasn't. Like... Probably didn't have enough food vendors. Well, because food festivals to me sound like right up my alley. Like when you text me about going out, like had you said food festival, like that would have like kind of torted my ideal a little bit. I, I can't explain, but it wasn't as much food as you would have thought. Well, then I'm glad I didn't like, go because then I would have been really, really pissed. It was almost like the places at Power Plant only. And then I see this Auntie Anne's truck with a huge line. I mean, if Auntie Anne's has a line and there's it's a food festival... There's got to be a lack of options. I don't Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with Auntie Anne's, but if there's a food festival with, like, tacos and stuff, I'm not standing in line for a pretzel hmm. that I can get anywhere. So I recorded earlier, like, right, right before you got here, actually. I just finished up. And I came down here and turned everything on, and I smelled like something was burning, like wires. I don't know if you noticed, the fan is underneath the mixer now. Oh. That shit smell. I was like, Sarah made a good point. She was like, does it need to be like dusted or something? I was like, I don't think it does. But I, it's been fine since. But I got a little nervous. If you have one of those air cans, it's the best way to clean those. Yeah. Yeah, we got a couple upstairs. Um, But yeah, I was I was worried. But I still have the old mixer. I'm just not crazy about it. It's not, it's not bad. It's fine. But... I just don't want to have to plug that up because, I don't know, it's, it's, it's lesser. So. Less is more. Yeah, I Less. guess. Sometimes it depends. <laughs> I mean, some girls might not agree. Like, I tried to convince her. She said, no, nah, not in this regard. And I was like, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> so, she's going to fuck herself. Ah, but anyhow. Um, well, hopefully the next food festival they have food and actually live up to its namesake. Um, oh, I didn't bring down the bowl for the nuts. So, those uh, see, they should have those at the festival. Something. So, um, I recorded. So yeah, last time we recorded on a Friday, so that was weird, because then Sunday, which everything felt fine timing wise on Sunday, because I recorded a bunch on Sunday, and I, you know, I forgot we weren't recording Sunday night. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like I feel good. I, you know, put Sophie down. You know, we did some stories and songs, and then. You know, I watched the movies. I was like, holy shit, this is weird. 
Now, I will say recording on Friday is kind of stressful because coming from work, rushing home, you know, all the shit. It's like, but that, that Sunday, that shit felt pretty, pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I did like to, uh, if it's something we do once in a while. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, once in it, a while. It's especially working on a Monday, too. You're like, oh. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so, I mean, I work on Saturday. So, for me, it's still kind of a dick. But, like, when we do our Saturday recordings, I, I'm, I'm fucking Liddy McNitty. I don't give a fuck. It's like, all right, let's rock and roll because I ain't got to do shit the next day. As a matter of fact, the 40 episodes of Saturday night, I woke up Sunday, felt like a million bucks. <laughs> still look like 25 bucks, though. Um, But, yeah, that's good. I didn't really have, I'd say I don't have much to say, but I have a bunch, like, just stacked up in my brain. I wrote down a couple notes, um, just off some random, I haven't been using the dry erase board because, like, Sophie's been hijacking the dry erase board, but if you look around, I do have some new floating shelves up, and I'm pretty proud of those. I can't put the one Spider-Man there because it keeps falling down and killing the other characters underneath, but then on this side, I got my Harley Quinns up there underneath the Harley Quinn picture. I'm pretty excited. Today I built a new dresser. Nice. And um, watch, I like building the that type of stuff. But it was a, it was a lot of pieces. Took a long time. But now I so I have it matches my other dresser because I still had one of my dressers from freaking my parents' house when I lived there. Damn. So now they match. Um, I got a new light. Really, I got it so that you could charge stuff with mm. the light. But I was like, nice. I couldn't figure out how to turn it on. Then it, you actually just touch the light and it'll turn on. Oh, one of those. <laughs> that was like, Sophie has one of those in the I room. I thought it was broke. No, those get <laughs> and creepy. I couldn't figure out why is it turning on when I'm. <laughs> Yo, those get creepy sometimes because they come on by themselves and people are like, oh my God, ghost. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 you don't fuck. Um, your, your dresser, did it have like on the instructions how long it should take to put it together? Uh, I think it was. I mean, it was a long one. It's supposed to be three hours. I think I got oh, it done. Okay, because because <laughs> I have this little desk upstairs with the computer on it, and it said, "Oh, it should take you thirty minutes." No, it's like, no. bitch. That IKEA dresser, here. yeah, there was. I mean, it's got to be a couple hundred parts to it. Like that, that desk is a small desk, and relatively easy to put together. But I did it by myself, and trying to hold things in place. I was like, "This is not a thirty-minute project." Maybe with two people. But by myself, this shit, shit took me about 90 minutes. It was like, fuck yeah, and this. their instructions have no words, just yeah. pictures, which for the most part are clear. But there's a few times I like they had the picture of what to do and what not to do. And I'm like, all right, these pictures look almost exactly. What What's the difference here? <laughs> I could, they could have wrote a note. So um, last time we were talking, I was like, hey, you want to help me put together a toilet? We'll record it. So, of course... As that conversation comes about, I get a text saying, hey, like with video and everything about putting together a toilet by our sometimes producer, sometimes guest, and we're going to fix the toilet down here. I'm pretty fucking excited. I just got to go pick up a toilet next week. I'm going to pick up a toilet uh, next week, I think, or uh, order it, but we're going we're gonna to fix my toilet problem down here so we don't have to walk all the way up the stairs to fucking pick. Dude, I can't wait. As soon as this toilet is fixed down here, I'm going to get so fucked up every night. Just because I don't have to go upstairs to piss. I can't wait to drop a bomb. (laughs) That's not happening. Now, my my, uh, one one friend, Marilyn Phil, who's on off the mat sometimes, it never fails. That dude comes over to visit. 
he can't leave this house without taking a fucking shit. And I'm always like, yo. And a lot of times he records and it's late, like two in the morning. He's like, son, you can't, you can't like hold that. You can't go to the Royal Farm and do that shit, son. Like, you got to use my bathroom before you leave at two in the morning. What the fuck are we doing, dude? Like, and, and a lot of times, too, I got to pee, too. And he beats me, too. And I was like, damn, dude. My night is fucked. <laughs> so, but I can't wait so he can start shitting down here. <laughs> um, you need one of those sprayers, the, the automatic one. Oh, bidet? Oh, I never thought about that. I'm I, not thinking this air freshener. Oh, no. No, no. I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I consider it a bidet. I've heard some good things about it. I, I considered it. I was like, dude, we should get a bidet for the basement. Dude, like, dang, Dante's been in the bathroom a while. Look at that bidet. <laughs> you know, that little that under, yeah, under the ball, son. Ooh. <laughs> um, but, nah, I'd like, I, I considered getting a bidet just to be spiteful to Sarah upstairs. Like, because she doesn't like using the bathroom down here because it's so fucking claustrophobic. And it's like, bitch, fuck you. We got a bidet. <laughs> now, I don't, I, don't, I don't need to use a bidet. What the fuck I need that for? But, you know, for, for any guests that come over, like, oh, shit, they got a bidet down there. This motherfucker is fancy. Like, no, I'm just <laughs> spiteful. Like, I do most shit out of spite. I don't do shit to, like, impress anyone or, like, the, like for my own joy. Well, I guess being spiteful is bringing me joy. But I do <laughs> shit to be really spiteful to people. It's like at work when they tell me I can't do something, like, oh, really? I think they know, though. I think they know I'm going to do it now. Because they told me, well, you probably can't do that. So I was like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Okay. Next thing you know, I didn't did all the fucking tasks and got all the fucking goals met. And they're like, huh, sucker. Fuck y'all. If they listen. I hope they don't. Um, I'm the one. USA soccer. Yo, they getting in Panama's <laughs> asshole right now. Yo, yeah, I saw earlier there. I don't know who these players are. I'm not a big soccer guy, but uh, one of the U.S. players. I mean, they're whipping ass. It was four nothing. I think at half. They call it halftime. I yeah. guess. <laughs> I, I didn't even know. Like soccer's all different all the time. Like, yeah, it's like when the game is over, they still be going. It's like, damn, yeah, dude, the, like, the clock the runs out. The stoppage time. That's they got. That's like one of those things. It's like why we don't switch to the metric system. Let's end this stoppage <laughs> time. Like it's from long, long time ago. It doesn't make sense. It's like, just have a some kind of countdown at least. I mean, if you got to add time to the game, can't we just see the time? Yeah, don't be like, don't be secret. Like it's about a mystery this when the game's over. Motherfuckers. They they always have like the estimation, but then it still goes until the refs blow the rep, the whistle. Well, we watched. Um... The women's NCAA because Michigan was playing South Dakota, and it was bedtime for Sophie. And there was about a minute, maybe two minutes left, and so I was like, "Oh, it's only two minutes left." I was like, "Baby, this is sports. That two minutes is definitely five to ten, which oh, yeah. it wasn't too too bad. It was a close game, a basketball game where the team's down by like eight, six to eight range. That's it's going to go yeah. another forty minutes possibly. Yeah, it's like okay." Y'all need to understand how this time is. Oh, One second goes off the clock, foul. <laughs> like, football is that way, too, sometimes. Like, if it's a close game, he's spiking the ball, running out of bounds, commercials, all types oh, of wild yeah, shit. commercials are wild. Yeah. There's so much fo- commercials with NFL football now. Oh, shit. Got, got my new shirt. The BJJ Wiki joint. Someone had a jiu-jitsu 
And I was like, fuck y'all. I'm going to do BJJ Wiki this way. But the company that I do my shirts through, they wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> they're like, it's copywritten. Like, like they did that shit with Colompton. They're like, you can't use Colompton because it's copywritten. I was like, no, it's not. Like, have you seen the other shit that I've done that is actually copywritten? That's copywritten. Like, I could get sued for that other shit. These I can't. But y'all won't let me make shirts for them. Okay, bitch. Fuck y'all. So, the site that I uh, did the design through, I, I just got the shirt. And it was cheaper through them anyway. I was like, all right, cool. Then my manager, she's doing it. She's making me one of these in black. Because that's what I wanted. I wanted this in black. Heat wearing white shirts. You get water on it. Your titties be showing and everything. Everybody be watching, like, talking about, you know, take it off. Fuck y'all. I just can't properly keep a white shirt white. That too. <laughs> like, that, that no too. one taught me how to do my laundry. Well. I mean, I didn't even know you were supposed to separate the colors for a long time. Hold on. All right. Sorry about that, y'all. I heard some noises. Oh, Panama crying like some punks. You saw earlier in the game, one of the main U.S. guys... They like put, they've been, they were like extra rough on him, kind of like knocking him down. And then they're like arguing. Someone on Panama's bench kicked the ball right at him. <laughs> Love it. So, yeah, that guy. Apparently, um, he's the best U.S. guy. Sarah left her water. She was rushing out of here to get to work. I was kind of shitty human today. Not like mean or nothing. I was just kind of lazy today. Took like mad naps all day. Sometimes those are the type of days you have. I mean, shit, son. Sometimes you just got to take naps, dog. I don't know. I was, like, tired as fuck. I'm sitting there on a couch watching Avengers and just started nodding off like a fucking junkie. Then I went upstairs, went to sleep, woke up. I was supposed to record with um one of my old teammates, Thor, because he's got a fight coming up in May. And <clears throat> one of my other former teammates as well, Matt. And... It was, Matt was here in person, and Thor was going to do it remotely, which logistically just was going to be a nightmare. So fortunately, Thor had to back out. That worked. But, you know, it it was one of those things where it was like, I always look forward to recording, but I'm always nervous before recording. But also, on those days where I need to take these fucking naps, because I don't really take naps like that. But when I'm tired, that shit's brutal. But when I woke up, I was like, dude, I'm not trying to do shit else. I'm just trying to lay in this bed the rest of the day. And Sarah made chili for dinner. Shit was good. It smelled good. It was real good. Like, like, I miss cooking. Like, I love cooking. And I I like to make the chili. You know, I don't really do anything special to the chili. I might put, like, a little bit of hot sauce in or some barbecue sauce, you know, just to kind of give it a little bit of, you know, razzmatazz. That's what I smelled was barbecue. Yeah. Um, so she still does the barbecue sauce. She doesn't put the hot sauce in there. I was like, come on, dude. That that gives it that extra, like, you know, je ne sais quoi, you know? You know, that, that, like, I, I, I need that. Damn, I'm all of a sudden thinking, of, I want some Sloppy Joes. <laughs> so I do that with the Sloppy Joes, too. Yeah. A little bit of barbecue sauce, a little bit of hot sauce. That sounds know? good. Dude, it's out of this world, dude. But she, you know. We need a Sloppy Joe's, please. That would be good. Dang. I think on, like, Roseanne, they used to have, yeah. like, the uh, the, the lunchbox. Box. Yeah, the loose meat uh, sandwich joint. See, that was their problem. They call it loose meat. That sounds kind of suspect. Yeah, just call it Sloppy Joe. But I think you can't call it Sloppy Joe because I think that's that, that's actually the brand. So 
when you make sloppy joes, which brand do you use? I feel like it's Manwich most of the time. Everyone uses Manwich, <laughs> but we all call it Sloppy Joe because Sloppy Joe is one of the brands. It's like but no Miracle Whip where it says salad dressing, but we all know yeah. it's mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we know what the fuck we're getting into. But it's like, wow. Well, I was talking about that at work one day. I was like, yo, do you use Sloppy Joe or Manwich? And my manager was like, yeah, I use Manwich. I was like, yeah, nobody use Sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe is like, if you use Sloppy Joe, like you're definitely in the middle of Baltimore. And you have no other options but that corner store. And that's all they got is Sloppy Joe. And that shit is not good. Tastes like fucking battery acid. But that manwich, a little bit of barbecue sauce, some hot sauce. That would be, I feel God like. Damn. That would be a good restaurant, Fed Hill. Coming home drunk from the bar, get a sloppy Joe sandwich, some French fries. The French fries is the difference maker, I think. I don't know. We need a Wendy's fries somewhere else besides just Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's need to fucking expand, bitches. Yo, yeah. they have a lot of people now I'm about that to work go, the front about to go that are, my neighbor's ass. that can actually um like speak. English now. <laughs> you were very hesitant about that just now. You're like, do I say it? Yeah, just say it. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Neither do they. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's rate this beer. We're being yeah. This one's a strange one. Man. So this one's called the Delight or Thai Delight Treat. Thai Delight. Um, it's by Prairie Artisan Ales. It kind of look like a Maryland flag can, but it's not. Yeah, I thought um, it was Maryland. But it's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's definitely our first Oklahoma beer. And it's kind of the style is a wild ale. It is kind of wild when it you hear wild. what's in it. So it's a sa- I think it's a sour beer. Um, so, yeah, it says wild ale, but I would consider it a sour. And the can says sour ale. So sour, it has mango, flaked rice, and coconut cream. And I think it tastes like a sour, but then it ends kind of creamy. Um, That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost my day 10. <laughs> it's sour, it's creamy. So yeah. I preferred the aftertaste. The, the initial taste to me is almost like a wine because of the sourness. Yeah, it's pretty um, solid. But I like this one. Actually, I don't usually enjoy the sours. This one I would probably say is the best sour that I can remember. Yeah, I would buy this. So this is a 5.1. Mm-hmm. Not great, but not <clears throat> terrible. No. I think for this style of beer, that's good. Yes, I think. But yeah, it is kind of like a, it's like weird, a treat. Because I would drink different. this, but if I bought this for the fridge, I wouldn't drink it all the time. It would be kind of a you know special occasion type deal. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of those like bubble teas or something. <laughs> Yeah, I've never had a bubble tea. Like, it's like, ugh. it just doesn't seem like I've had a few that are good. I like something about it. Just seems like I don't know if I'm into that. You don't like getting like, balls, like in, balls your mouth? in my mouth and shit. Yeah, I don't really... know what it is. The because those aren't good. They're just like tapioca balls. But it's the sensation that balls in I your can't mouth. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like you feel. No, I get it. It goes do 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 do. You feel like three of them in there. Like it's a weird sensation. Uh, I got a time. I think it's that. the sensation that <laughs> gets it because they don't taste good. Uh, yeah, I, when, I've never had them, but they, they just don't look like they would be some shit that I want. 
I think uh, Sarah gets them. I think Sophie's had one. It's like, y'all are a little. Y'all are you're missing out on um, balls in my mouth. Balls no, I'm good. Mouth. I'm all right. I'm, I'm, you, I'm get, you get one of those sips with four. You're like, <laughs> like, like you Ooh, it's a treat. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah. All right, what would you rate this one? I'm going to give this a six, eight. Um, like, I would buy it, but I wouldn't drink it all the time. It, it tastes good. Yeah, I think I'm going to go six, eight, too. Because it's, it's good. And it's definitely better than most sour beers. And it's better than I thought it was going to be when I read it. I was like, this could be questionable. Well, like, when you took the first smell, you gave a look. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yo, that's pretty strong sour taste. I was like, worried. I was like, I don't know if I'm into this shit. But it was like a mango. It was a sour. Yeah. <sighs> Do we have mango upstairs? I don't know. Like, I'm wondering what kind of fruits we have upstairs. We got, you know, Sarah always buys bananas. And those shits are dead by the end of the week. And it's just... Like, I want to tell her just stop buying bananas. Plus, it's that time of year. I can't really eat bananas because um, just allergies and shit. So, we'll see how that goes. Let's see here. That looks pretty good. It's called Tasmanian. Mm, my favorite animal, Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, this one has potential. Let me see here. So, I'm going to pour just a little real quick, get a sniff. Ah, that, that smells right up our alley. Let me go ahead and... Dive in a little bit more. There, there's a rest for you. I can't be getting fucked up. It, it's, you know, I got to work and shit. Well, I, had, uh, <laughs> I had my fun yesterday. A little too much. Yeah. The last, we had a round of tequila shots. Um, mm. Tequila is rough sometimes. I just I remember like the this. last one. That was, a, it was just not pleasant. <clears throat> I, I want to do our tequila episode, though, but... Um, got to be a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, no, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about me. <laughs> like for me, it's got to be a Saturday. Um, it, like I know in May, I don't have any Saturdays. So I got Sophie's birthday. And then I got the human library. That's not, that's not too bad though. The human library is a daytime thing. And I might be going out to see Thor's fight, but that shit's in Winchester, Virginia. So I had to see if, if Mark's up for that. And then the week after that, Skull Fest. I already know I'm going there to get fucked up. Like, not to be belligerent, but I'm going there to have a good time. But the plan is to get fucked up. And then pass out in the basement. <clears throat> and I rarely have any, like, plans to get fucked up. Like, I, like... I might maybe twice a year I might say I'm gonna get fucked up. And Skull Fest is because I know once I go there, Bobby and Laura they're gonna take my keys right away because they already know what time it is. I walk in the door like get his keys. They take my keys and then I say, now that you got my keys, now you're stuck with me. And then I get busy. I think the one year, there's what was that? Is that your phone? Yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't hear that. I don't know because I've been hearing weird noises. Next door, phones, suspect. But um, we um get fucked up that weekend, real real fucked up. So when we record on the fifteenth, it, it might be a little. It might be one of those days. I've never been uh, unless this podcast ever unless we record on the thirteenth on that Friday. Friday thirteenth sounds great. <laughs> that I'm, sounds meant to be. Yes, let's do it. All right, we've already got it. We've got it set. It's a date. 
Oh my God, I'm gonna get alcohol poison and I'm gonna take some drugs. I can get a ride home too if need be. And then, and then the next day I'm gonna get fucked up again. Oh my God, I'm so excited now. <laughs> like I'm the happiest I've been since. I'm not gonna say that. All right, <laughs> dude. The diet this week, so I had been losing slower than I ever did before. So this week I made sure I dialed in my macros. Like just wrote down everything. Those are school words like a motherfucker. <laughs> I lost four and a half pounds this week. Four point four. Congrats. Congrats on that. So I don't know what drop. I lost. I probably gained. I don't know. Not sure. But I did go to uh, jiu-jitsu. So this is the first time I've actually gone um, to back-to-back Wednesday morning and then Tuesday night classes since probably December or November. And I was trying to figure out yesterday when I woke up, I was sore. I was like, why does my body hurt? It's like, oh, yeah, I did do back-to-back days of training. It was a, felt like the best training I've had in a while, on the mats at least. Uh, I got kneed in the chest real fucking hard, though, trying to do what we call a, a peek out. And my teammate, I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but when I did, like, a slide under, I don't know how his knee was in the air hit me in the chest because that's nowhere where he should have been, but whatever. I got kneed in the chest, and then after that, proceeded to beat the shit out of him. Not, like, in a mean way, but just kind of like, okay, I'm going to give you the business. And then I went with this kid who was a wrestler. And I always keep in mind with wrestlers, especially when wearing a gi, they don't know how to respond when you grab onto their sleeves and lapels. They just don't know what to do. I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do here? Because wrestlers don't have that shit. And, you know, I did a basic scissor sweep on him in front of coach. And there's there's something refreshing about doing that sweep while coach is watching. And I was like, yeah, bitch, y'all y'all thought I didn't know jujitsu, fuck y'all. And then the next night I went to my home gym. I haven't I haven't been to my home gym since definitely November. And it it was weird, like you know I walk in people are like oh my god, like are my eyes deceiving me? I was like bitch, fuck y'all, but. It felt good being there, but it was definitely weird because I go over to Elkridge now, but I pay Severna Park. Um, and it was just, it, it felt nice. Got, got some good rounds in there. And I'm going to do it again next week and again and again. I might do Tuesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, and then Thursday night. Kind of big business. I don't know if I'm ready for four, but we gonna try. So that's we're nice. getting fit. <clears throat> I, I like my routine now, so I actually decided to basically cut the cardio because mm. you lose fat better if you have to really dial in your diet better and lift heavy, so you lose just fat. Well, yeah, yeah. Because like that time when I lost the seventy five pounds, I lost more muscle than I wanted to. Well, yeah. When I got down to 150, I, I should have been more ripped than I was. And it's because I was doing an hour and a half of cardio those days. But I was pretty happy that I lost four and a half pounds with no cardio this week. None. Well, I think that's the thing, though, too. Like the Which idea is better of to do. the balance in there. Because, no, I, I get it. Because I think for a lot of us, though, the ideal is, like, do as much cardio as possible. Yeah, that, like, the cardio will burn. That's why, I mean, uh, like, uh, people that do the... Long distance runners, they're not muscular people. They're t- tend to be tiny, yeah, tiny, like people. skinny, frail yeah. people. You look yeah. at their legs, and it's like, Ew. yeah, because you're you're just burning your muscle when you're doing that. So, yeah, if you're trying to you know improve your physique, cardio is not the way you really want to go. No, 
Um, it's diet. 90% of it, I wouldn't say 90, 70% then lifting heavy. Well, yeah, yeah. a good split there because yeah, definitely what you put into your body will factor in. And then, I mean, muscle is going to burn fat. So, yeah, so if you, you can get that body fat down, you'll naturally burn more calories as well. Just stay that way. <clears throat> One thing that works for me, though, is definitely just lowering the carbs big time. So I up my protein big time. Dude, I love the fuck out of some carbs. I do. Well, but I feel so much better when I don't eat them. Oh, yeah. Well, like, it, well, yeah, because carbs are shit. Like crazy. Like carbs is trash, dude. My stomach feels great all the time. And like, I just don't do well with, like, yesterday because of drinking, we had to. Well, my problem, too. We ate sushi. I probably ate three things of sushi and half a sub. And had tons of liquor, so not a good combination. Sounds like a shit day. Well, sounds like a great day, but <laughs> then we had we had that delivery from Royal Farms, which really sucked. As we came to find yesterday for the hotel we were staying at, that both Seven Eleven and Royal Farms, like right around the corner, <laughs> we could have made it there. They're probably just it was probably like, my fault. They're probably I, mean, like, I was done. Look, look at these assholes. Yeah. So we had it delivered, but man, that bag of chips I had <laughs> at four in the morning. Oh no! That like, was the first time I've had chips, and since we, I think I really started the diet in February, the, early February. The late night snacks are always the most refreshing, especially when you've been drinking, because my favorite is to bring a pizza home and then eat been it a while. once you're home. It's been a while since so I was I've in Canton. Remember the Canton pizza was always really yeah. good. That was my favorite pizza in Baltimore. Yeah, well, the place I, connected the Nacho Mama. Yeah, that that was easily the best one, I think. Um, well, the social pub, did you went there at all? No, they closed down unfortunately, but um, they were really good. They had a uh, one of those brick ovens. So I'm I'm not crazy about brick oven. I say it's, that, it's, but it's weird. As I hear like the ovens, everything on those type of pizzas. So you either have a good one or you don't. And theirs was really good. They had this brick oven. uh, You know what Bertucci's, I feel like every time I have Bertucci's, they don't like wash their trays. Like it always, the pizza tastes kind of soapy. (laughs) I smell like dish soap. So you mean they don't rinse their trays? Yeah, yeah. they don't rinse it. Like I always would smell like the dish soap every time I ate there. Are they still open? I don't know. Bertucci's, is it Bertucci's over there on Snowden? That's where it was. Yeah, they're open because I just I just had Bertucci's. Uh, if they are for my open, birthday. damn, they've been open for a long time. Yeah, they're they're still open. I was just there uh, for my birthday. It, pretty, well, they pretty must solid. be doing something right because I guess not it, a lot of places have been open that long. It wasn't terrible for sure, but it was just one of those things where it's like I've had better. But we had some. It was free. Lido's today. Well, to be honest, it wasn't all that good. I'm actually kind of sick of Lido's, about it. <laughs> but my family loves Lido's, and I'm just, I'm kind of over it. And it's just, it's, I, I think because I've had it so much, and I'm just like, okay, let's, let's venture out in the world. Let's see other, let's see other pizza places. And I, I tell you, I tried to, one of the top rated places when we went to Philly. Yeah. You and told it was, me. Uh, it looked amazing. Sm- like smell, we were pumped up to, if you saw the way this pizza looked, looked fancy. Not good. <laughs> Where was I? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's weird when people hype something up. So that's something I wanted to kind of talk about. I was thinking about this the other day. When people talk about something's the best, when it's opinion, really, is, is what it's based off of. It's like, you know, so I watched this, this horror movie. It wasn't bad by any means. But people rave about this movie. And it was, it, it's a wild-ass movie. It's fuck. I'm still fucking fucked by it. Would I say it's the best? By no means. And so many people are like, dude, it's the best movie ever. Like, I think Train to Busan is probably the best mo- zombie movie I've seen. Um, you know, for various reasons. But would I say it is, in fact, the best, like, universally? I don't know. It's the best for me, though. This movie I watched was called Martyrs. Let me tell you. I don't even want to talk about it because it was so fucking mind blowing. Because you start off with one movie and Who's about it's it's a French film. Okay. I'm sure there's some some movie called Martyrs here in, yeah, in the like US. There was something with Marilyn Manson that uh, he did that has something like that in the name. Maybe an album. I don't know. He a wild boy. <laughs> he but, did a weird <clears throat> movie. I know a full... He does a lot of weird movies. But this movie, um, it starts off one way, and even the trailer will feed you one thing. You watch this movie by two thirds of the way through, you're like, "Yo, what is this?" I like that. That's mm-hmm. my style. No, not this. No, you will not like this. <laughs> I will assure you, you won't like it. Um, normally, I would tell you, like Steve, this is for you. This is not for you. This is not a fight you want to you want to step into. This is like some hostile thing. Yes. Oh yeah. It's it's. it's oh my god. It. Man, I can't even. Like I said, I can't, Sarah and I woke up this morning. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I'm still fucked up." And I was like, uh, "Oh, yeah, that's I don't not even, for me." And the thing is, it's not a bad movie. And in the print, like the the whole uh, thing behind it, everything, like the twist and all, I liked it. But I'm not into torture porn. Yeah, that's hostile. Like that shit you like is. hostile, you're into torture porn to me. Because it wasn't too much of a story, really. No. <laughs> no, not at all. But, um, but yeah, when people talk about, you know, something's the best, it's like, 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 someone racing. And they're the fastest. They're the best runner. They're the fastest. Who's the best team that year? Well, they won the Super Bowl. Arguably, it, they are the best team because they won the Super Bowl, I guess. You know, but you know when it gets into like the best pizza or the best subs or the best this is like, uh, I mean, yeah, because pizza, pizza is strange. It's like there's some people with some people have some wild, like you'll not like something and they love it. It's pizza is one of those things where it's very different by person. You know, my friend in Madrid. She's never had pizza, ever. She she's going to the point now. She's like, I'm never gonna have pizza. I fuck with her all the time. I'll message her. I was like, so when you come to the states, I got a pizza spot. We're gonna go to. You're gonna fucking love it. I'm never gonna have pizza. I was like, well, that's fine. Just try it. How can you say you'll never have it? That cheesy goodness, that fucking marinara on there, fucking pepperoni. God damn, dude. My fucking nipples are hard right now. Just think about pizza. I'm about to fucking break this glass. I'm so fucking turned on. I love pizza. She's like, no, 
I'm never going to have pizza. I was like, then you're not welcome to my country. Why? Why does she, what's she have against pizza? I don't know. We're going to, uh, you know what? I'm going to have her on off the mats. Again. She, she sounds like a villain. <laughs> I think she might be. No, she's, she's. I've never had pizza. Pretty cool. But yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to have her back on. And like, we're going to talk about this shit. <laughs> we're we're going to sit down and have a deep. Yeah, she, she needs a psychiatrist. What, what is it that you dislike about pizza? <laughs> like, well, it all started when I was three. The delivery man came. And, and, I don't know. He dropped it of... on the ground <laughs> and said, you're going to eat this. <laughs> and it was terrible. Now, she said, like, in home ec, in, in, you know, back in uh, England where she's from, she, her mom, she had her mom write her a note so she wouldn't have to take part in making the pizza. Man, she sounds like she got, a, like, a pizza phobia. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't like round, round food. Actually, I haven't. I mean, then she could have Lito's. That's wild. Um, but, but, yeah, when people talk about things are the best, it always just confuses me. Because I'm certain I'm guilty of it, too. Like, we've all done it. Something's the best. And it's like, well, I mean, maybe for you. You know, it's funny. Last night, and I woke up at 4 in the morning not feeling great. Had my Royal Farms. We turned on some NFL network. They were doing, like, the top 100, uh, I I think it was games of all time. So it's kind of random where they were going. Sure. But I started to think about something because Rebea's younger. She doesn't know. Like the 80s football that we kind of grew up on. And I was trying to explain to her how big Joe Montana was. Like, he was yeah. like Michael Jordan at one point. Of yeah. like, and he, But he was like one of those players I feel like very few people disliked. Sort of like Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, there's of course he had people that disliked him. But not the way Joe Montana, like universally, I remember as a kid. Like, everyone's like, y'all, Joe Montana's the best quarterback. Yeah. And then I was thinking about Brady, where he's... You can't argue really of the GOAT in terms of his accomplishments, the championships. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, he never was really like the number one quarterback in the season. No. Ever. He, he had a couple. He's close. Not I think couple. the Randy Moss year maybe. Yeah. But I was like, even last year, I would give the nod to Aaron Rodgers. Had a better overall year. Mm-hmm. Most years, Peyton Manning got him. And like, yeah. um, but he was always top five like his whole career. I was like, I wonder how many years he was really the number one. So probably only one or two. Yeah. But the thing is, too, and what's interesting about Tom Brady, there weren't any years that you would consider him the worst. Oh, yeah. Or even he remotely close. He, he was always top five. So I, I think that's one of those things where you look at Tom Brady throughout his career, he's always been extremely consistent where you know you can rely on him. And at at one point, it was thought, okay, maybe it's Belichick's system because he brought in Matt Castle, did the same thing. You know, he was making moves with other quarterbacks. And then it was like, well, Brady, we'll see. And he gets to Tampa Bay and continues. It's like, but you play under somebody long enough, it becomes a question of who's really controlling who. You know, was it Belichick all the time or was it Brady? Or a combination of the two. And now it's gotten, you know, so symbiotic that Brady can go and do it elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, Brady, what makes him good is the ability. Same with Peyton, because neither yeah. of them are good athletes. No, no. <laughs> well, and that's always the thing, though, too, whenever they talk about top athletes in the world. And then, you know, you, they start talking about, like, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. It's like, I mean, for their sport, for their position, yes, they're, so, they're gr- you know, great. But it's like, if, if we're playing 
just let's say uh, any kind of athletic thing where it's going to be random, random things, and you got to start picking athletes. I'm not picking Tom Brady. Uh, I'm taking LeBron. Yeah, it was funny. Brady was on something not too long ago where he was kind of dissing. I think it was with uh, what's Draymond Green. I believe he was talking to Draymond, and he was just like joking with him, like y'all have it so easy. Like he basically implied basketball is like a way easier sport than football, and I was. Kind of like it isn't, it isn't like, yeah, you get hit, but yeah, I was gonna say, in terms of contact, wear and tear on the basketball player, they gotta play 82 games, like they ain't playing till they're 45. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see a lot of the old basketball players, playing, they don't look they don't look great <laughs> walking around, they're playing three to four games a night or a week. I mean, you know, sometimes five and games a, a week, non stop running up and down. And then I think Draymond made a point of like, I mean, y'all play for like five seconds and then there's like a minute and a half in between so i remember reading something about that as far as like because i remember playing you know just you know playing football and thinking it's like you know you got to have your cardio up you got to have great cardio and i remember reading this thing and it was like i mean for football technically it's like five seconds on 50 seconds off <laughs> yeah and i was like oh my god i never thought of it that way so you just have to be able to have burst of of breathing and, and no you know within those you know moments off how to conserve your energy. Yeah, I mean, the receivers and corners are the really the only ones running like deep yeah, fast. Yeah. And like I said, I, I was I would always joke if I had my own team of just having elite speed receivers and changing them out every play like real quick. Just get those corners tired. Like we're not even gonna throw it, but just run as fast as you can deep. <laughs> yeah. Then we're gonna come up the good receiver third down after they've been out on the field. Because you usually don't change cornerbacks too often. No. no the way you can treat I mean, unless you play, unless you made the game that way where people catch on, it's like, okay, start switching these corners out. Like, that that would be the only thing that would make sense eventually you evolve. Those backup corners are usually suspect. (laughs) Well, I mean, again, once you start seeing how the game changes, now you got to build that team that way. Um, I mean, cardio is a weird thing when it comes to, like, football, basketball, soccer. I mean, even, like, people ask questions about jiu-jitsu. Like, how do I build my cardio for jiu-jitsu? And people are like, just do more jiu-jitsu. I mean, that's – and for that especially, that's true. Like, I have a circuit that I would do on the treadmill that actually really did help me, and it was kind of a stop-go type deal where I did it. My cardio was much better on the mat. And even last week and a week, uh, week before that when I trained, my cardio held up for as little as I do. I was like, I don't know. But I also, I'm older and I'm wiser about how I conserve my energy. Where you get a new white belt and they're like, all their energy is like trying to like get you. And you're, you're just like, I'm just going to chill. They're like, But you can afford to do that there. Whereas basketball, you really, you, you can a little bit, but not really. Like you know when to take off and when to like kind of conserve. Football, like receiver corner, you, you kind of have to. You know, make your moves. You know, when you have to make your moves. Then there's baseball. Who fucking cares about that? <laughs> Are they done with their strike or their lockout or whatever the fuck? Yeah. I Are mean, they playing baseball yet? starting soon. I believe it is. I think it was supposed, like, there was, supposed, like, there was like a lockout. But I think they might be, because I've seen some baseball news now. So I guess they, they figured out the money. the players wanting more money. Because baseball players were getting paid. I feel like it was. And no one goes to the game. <laughs> I feel like it was, but I don't know. Besides the good teams. Well, nobody's going because of COVID. Man, I can see into the Orioles stadium, and I haven't seen a half-full crowd there in a long time. So, um, 
was it I can't remember the dates. I think it's like the uh, maybe the twelfth or the seventeenth. Tickets are four dollars. I, I feel like that's a regular price anyway. <laughs> Wait, well, it sucks because it's like it's a Monday through Friday or something, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, no. yeah, you're gonna make them four dollars because ain't no like it's a work week. Ain't nobody fucking going to those games. Well, no, I'm sure the night games, but Sarah's working. I, I I'd be down though. Like, yeah, let's fucking go. It's four dollars. And I'm sure we can still get a ticket. Well, Detroit, when we went up to Detroit, they had the, um, like, where you, you can get a ticket for, like, $2. You don't get a seat. And I was like, and the I Tigers know. are so shitty, there are seats anyway. Yeah, imagine the Orioles, you just got to wait a little bit where they, then they stop caring about checking tickets. And then just, you price in the front row because there's Maybe. so few people at the game. <laughs> so at the Tigers game, when we went up for uh, the family reunion. My friend, so the tickets were that cheap because I think they had connections, but I think like they're two bucks, but I think they're still like under ten dollars. But we went in, you know, Comerica is a nice fucking park, a really nice park. We walked in right where we walked in, third baseline, open seats. So we sat down at third baseline, Sophie's first game. She had a blast, she thought she was gonna see some real tigers. I had the reminder, like, look, this is Detroit Tigers, they suck, so you're not gonna see anybody with any kind of fight in them. So just Buckle up, have this popcorn, and shut the fuck up. And they have a carousel there. That's how bad they are. They have a carousel because they know people don't fucking care. And like, all right, just go fucking ride the carousel. We got to get people here somehow. And that last Wizards game I went to, the beer was $14. So I just said something to someone about <laughs> that. Insane. But I was kind of, I thought I was exaggerating. Like the 20-ounce bottle. It wasn't even a draft. You know, the, the taller... But yeah. like can't. It's like fourteen dollars. Wow. <laughs> so how you have two beers, you spent thirty dollars. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't that shit blows my mind. It's like, so you're telling me and people I mean, they're gonna keep doing it because people keep paying for it. That's just Sarah and I were talking about that earlier about something. I don't know, something I was complaining about for the price. I was like, Well, they're gonna keep doing it because people will pay it. That's just the way it's gonna go. And the second that people stop paying is when they'll change their ways. Oh, we're talking about um, probably action figures. Because I'm always talking about action figures. I think I got some. I got a new Doctor Strange over there on the couch. Not not there. There's actually an action figure <laughs> sitting there on the couch over there that I haven't opened yet. But it's just like, you know, like, oh, we need to raise the prices on things. Like, nah, man, you, you, y'all, like, y'all profits are up last year. You ain't really got to raise prices. Y'all did okay. It was up like fucking forty percent, but nah, they gonna go ahead and charge fifteen dollars for a beer. Nah, doggy, I'm not in for yeah, that. It's, yeah, I mean, I guess because people <clears throat> supply and demand, but damn, oh nah, because I'll get fucked up outside the parking lot. I can lot. imagine though, you could really build a good fan base if you're like cool to your fans. Like, let me build this stadium. The t- tickets will be a little pricey, but I'm going to make the food and beer reasonable. Yeah. So you, when you do come, you have an enjoyable time. It's I mean, like, now, you can't do it. Now, imagine your team is good, too. Now, the tickets are a little pricey. That's fine. But you're not paying $10 for a hot dog. You might be paying, let's say, let's say 6 bucks for a hot dog. I remember on Madden when you can, like, I think when you relocate <laughs> and you can, like, redo the stadium. You can like set the food prices. I remember doing that. I would and I would always get like the like the <laughs> warning that the prices were too low. Yeah, like, that part of Madden got so tedious. Like, 
you need to upgrade your bathroom. It's like, all right. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I, really? I, I think, like, I had, like, my seats were, like, upgraded, like, tight as shit, son. Like, I was going all in. I love like, the relocation thing. The way it would work in franchise mode, you had to do it on the second season. So you had to put in that you want to relocate, and then it doesn't happen to the following season. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> like, but, like, so I would always, like, either start the year the next one. See, I went, the way I, Madden, I got so good at Madden on franchise mode, if I'm playing the computer, that I'd just let the com- te- the computer pick my team. I did a fantasy draft. And it'd it just be too ridiculous if I was had a ridiculous team. Like, one thing that I always, you know, I always look at, I, I very rarely would relocate. I will let the computer choose if it's time for me to relocate. And I very rarely would do it. Last time I played, though, I sent my team to London. Yeah, there was the London and Ireland. The Ireland teams had some good uh, uniforms. I think they had like the. I mean, because there's no like Celtic type uniforms in NFL. I think it'd be Celtic, but yeah. You know. Well, I, I do know that, but most mm, okay. people don't. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, uh, you know what was said to me the other day. This was kind of heartwarming. This shit, like, this shit made me feel good. I was told, for somebody who hasn't fucking traveled, they said, dude, you're pretty fucking worldly. <laughs> and I was like, dude, like, that means a lot to me. It wasn't just one person. It was a few people that said, I was like, I really fucking appreciate that. I Like, you know, thanks. I don't know how to, you know, what else to go with that. But I was just like, that was really fucking cool of them to say. And, you know, these are people that are, like, in Europe and shit. I was like, Thank, thanks a lot. They're like, yeah, you know. You know, you say things, you talk about things. I think a big part of it, though, is, like, I'm just open-minded. But also, I talk to a lot of different people around the world. Like, well, when I say a lot of people, I talk to, like, a person in Russia. Not anymore. Um. <laughs> Dante's on Team Russia. He's got affiliations. Um, you know, but, like, you know, Wait, I got, I'm sorry. We can't be friends anymore. I got Y'all friends in um, Northern Ireland, Scotland. Um, all over uh, London or uh, England. I mean, uh, Spain. I don't got no friends in Italy. It's kind of fucked. Yeah, I would like to do more traveling. I mean, I, there's still a lot of places in the U.S. though. I'd like to start with. To be so honest, so that's what I said to Sarah. She was like, um, "It's like other worlds and just another state sometimes." Yeah. So when I was talking to my friend over in Madrid, you know, we were talking about kind of how. Over there, you know, passports kind of a thing you do because everything's kind of so close to each other. Whereas here, you know, we're kind of on our own thing. You know, our continent is not attached really to like, you know, or our country. You know, we got Canada above us and Mexico, you know, South America and the islands and stuff. But most stuff is just state to state. So for her, when she went to um, the Europeans in Rome to compete, I think she said it was like, maybe a six-hour flight, perhaps. And where she's at in Madrid, she's her hometown is London. She's about two hours, a two-hour flight. So, you know, for, for us, it's like, I mean, two-hour flight. I mean, maybe Miami, like an hour and a half, something like that. Detroit's an hour and a half. You know, things like that. You know, if I want to go to California, you know, it's a little longer stuff. You know, but those are all states. You know, it's not like, well, yeah, you know, I want to go ahead and go to, you know, fucking Singapore. You know, it's just not a hop, skip, and a jump. You know, or if I say I want to go to Ireland, 
No, I gotta, you know, make some moves. We, Sarah and I did talk about, man, fuck this thing. Sarah and I did talk about um, going to Europe um, in the next few years, possibly Sweden, because I got friends up there, and I'm just trying to go do jiu-jitsu with my friends. But she was like, it looks beautiful. And I was like, I mean, from the things I've seen, it looks amazing, but it's also very just, like, small townish. So I was like, and my one friend, there's like five gyms in that little area. So I was like, oh, 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 I'm hitting all those motherfuckers. I'm going to fucking tap all they fucking teammates and then leave. Like, USA, bitch. <laughs> it was like, don't fuck with us. That's why we won World War Two. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was yeah, watching and, some of that. And the bomb. <laughs> yeah, the bomb was a big. It was kind of funny. So that was the, remember I was watching that World War Two thing. Yeah. One of the last episodes was. Obviously, the Hiroshima and uh, what's the other one? Yeah, uh, uh, Nagasaki. Nagasaki. I feel like that's got to be probably the finale. But it was kind of <laughs> like because I was talking to Brett about it, and Brett again is always like, "We're always the hero." And I was like, "Where are we the heroes there?" Because <laughs> first off, we weren't, we didn't really need to even be involved with them. Like, yeah, they attacked us first, but we were like setting up to about to attack them. Like, they were doing their thing, attacking. Russia, I believe that, and then the, they're yeah. taking over some Asian islands. It's not different than what we did in America. We took over. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they were doing their thing that countries have done in the past, but um, it was like they they were ex- suspecting us to attack them. So they're like, let's attack them first. <laughs> That's what Pearl Harbor was. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it was clear we're bringing in a bunch of warships, like. Uh, but it is kind of odd that we're really like, you guys got to stop taking over people and getting, because you're getting too much, because they were getting more oil, and like they're going to be stronger and stronger getting their spot. But I was like, how can we keep telling other people they can't do what we're doing? Like, hey, man, don't do that. Well, why? Because I'm doing it. Like, oh, all right, Chad. <laughs> but yeah, the, the bomb was pretty harsh. <laughs> like, man... Like, it was like 70,000 people dying a second. Amen. And then the, then the after effects, though, for, for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Shit most of the fucks. scientists involved were like, they all voted against not using it. Almost yeah. all of them. Because they knew that this was a fucking world. Yeah, code. and it changed everything. So, again, it seems kind of odd. Like, yeah, if we start using nukes, um, the world might end. But we used the, we were the first step into using them. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Have you ever looked into? I did it once. I, I can't. I can't find the map anymore. But like, kind of the history of nukes as like the U.S. and then I can't remember who was next. Like London or uh, England was next, and then I think Russia, and then who was getting the nukes when? Then it's like certain certain countries getting nukes. It's like, yo, why the fuck did they get nukes? Like, who gave them cats nukes? We know they shouldn't have nukes. How did you know? It's like then India got nukes, and it's like, why? Why y'all need nukes? The, the amount, and then there, I guess it's in the news that the Russia got those new missiles that are supersonic. And yeah. Like, basically too fast that we can't even do anything about it. And we're like, oh shit, they're ahead of us now on certain technology. Because I think it's estimated we're like three years away from that. <laughs> like, damn. But apparently, we have a bunch of nukes lined up for them. And if they started shooting them towards us, my brother was telling me, he's like, yeah, but we'll, we'll destroy them. But it's like, yeah, but we're going to be destroyed. Too. No. We're going to destroy the world if that happens. Well, and it's funny because it's like Russia, 
apparently has more nukes than the U.S., but it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> it, it, like, all it, all it really takes is, what, three or four? Yeah, maybe. Like, do we really need and hundreds? Hearing about the actual atomic bomb was insane. It was like a infernal, inferno of just this fireball, this huge, just, I mean, it incinerated people where their shadow was left yeah, payment, yeah, which is crazy. And I've seen those images, and it's just like, God damn, dude! Like, and that was on civilians, so we're, so we're always the innocent. And that that was kind of my problem with it, and it it never occurred to me until I had a talk with an old friend um, who's Japanese, and she was very passionate about it, very, very and, she, and she was like, it could just be my Japanese pride. And when I look back on that conversation now, no, you're absolutely right. You you were you're completely right. because again, they hit. Civilians. They didn't hit a base. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and maybe it's because they couldn't really aim it. I don't know. Well, a lot of no. I think that's what they're they were aiming for. Um, but they were. I mean, so basically, we're having too much cap. Basically, the war. I believe when we were fighting them it was like fifty fifty of like yeah. we're losing just as many as them, so we're <laughs> not really getting anywhere. So America was like, we need to stop. We need to end this. What could we do then? And they ended. They said kill shot. And what's crazy is even the first. One, they didn't surrender, and the second one, they still didn't want to in a way Um, because they didn't realize how much damage it did because it was not near the fighting. (laughs) But that's kind of Japan was a wild ass time then because they had the uh, emperor. So, I mean, that's when they believed he was some kind of god, basically. Um, Not unlike what we've had recently, where people would follow him (laughs) like he is a god if if he wanted to be one. But though I mean the whole world was was fucked up, but it is. It's there was a lot of things during the war, where everyone we did some fucked up things. England did some fucked up things. We wasn't necessarily just good versus evil. I mean that, the Germans were friggin' evil. <laughs> it's never that simple though either, and yeah, well, and, and the Japanese were. They I mean yeah. the things they were doing to the other Asian countries were insanely bad. Well, I mean. It was pretty barbaric. And now we look at North Korea and, and the chaos that's going on there, all the shit that's going on there. And it's like, well, you know, it's funny whenever, you know, you'll hear uh, like Australia, for instance, with the COVID restrictions and lockdowns, you had all our citizens talk about, well, not all, but, you know, you had a lot of citizens talk about, we need to go over there and do something. We need to go over there and, and save Australia. What about North Korea? Because it seems pretty bad over there. I don't, I don't know. I was like, well, no. <laughs> Let's go take care of Australia. I'm not going to say why. I, I got some theories. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, um, kangaroo meat is good. <laughs> but, you know, people people get wild on, like, what's who's good and who's bad. And it's like, everyone's bad. But also... Or is bad. But also, too, there's some people that are doing stuff that's bad that they see in their own eyes is good so it's never black or white and like i said there's you know everyone always wants to live on either side of the fence people are in the military to defend our country those people are in it for the right reason then there are some people not in it for the right reason but yeah i mean unfortunately the wars though are not even it's a bunch of few people with disagreements yeah Want to rate this beer since we're done this Yeah, it was pretty good, pretty good. This was called Tasmanian IPA. I like it. And in parentheses, Tippa. Tippa. T-I-P-A. Not that. This is that beer we've had before that can never 
pronounce. Schlafly. Mm, okay. Let me see what you would do. Bea wrote that, so she has much better handwriting than me. You wouldn't even be able to um, read mine. Okay, so that's a S E H L A. Yeah. yeah. F L I. Yeah. We'll say Schlafly. Schlafly. I like the way you say it. Schlafly. No, yeah. That sounds say, tight. Say with confidence, son. That actually sounds kind of Because that shit was probably wrong as fuck. Schlafly. But it sounds kind of. Now it sounds kind of like <laughs> a little hip place. The Schlafly Tap Room <laughs> in St. Louis, Missouri. The 7.2 percenter. Um, it's brewed, speaking of Australian, 100% Australian hops. I like it. <laughs> and it has flavors of citrus and pineapple, which indeed it did. Tasted both of those. It's definitely, I think it tasted a little bit more bitter than it really is, just because we had that uh, cream beer beginning. But yeah, 7.2, I think this was pretty good. American I like IPA. I enjoyed it. What do you give this one? I'm going to give this a 7.3. Uh, 7.2. I was going to go 7.2, but I was like, I just, there, there's something about it I really, really, there's something special to it. It was good. Solid. So I'm going to give it a 7.3. It's not a competition, but. This next one's from Breckenridge. <laughs> hmm, okay. It looks, let's see. All right. looks, uh-oh. That don't look too hateful. I think this one's going to be a unique one. Hmm. Hmm. Let's go ahead and get a little here in the, the Pilsner and then take a, a whiff of it. Yes, this one's called Hazy Pilsner. If you've not had a hmm. Hazy Pilsner. Okay, get hmm. a little bit more there. There you go. There's that. the rest of that one if you want. I got a little slightly skunky smell, but not bad. It's not hateful. It... it I mean, I don't know if Not that's necessarily. <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily so much the beer as much as it could just be old. This is a seasonal release, hmm. designed or best drinking in the warmer months. So today was hmm. kind of cold, but it should be starting to get warmer. I, if I should take a sleeping pill or an edible to go to sleep. Like I'm a little tired, but I think if I take an edible, I'm just gonna be high. This one's different. Hmm. I like it. But yeah, it is kind of like a hazy pilsner. It's like a, it's a little sharp, a little sharp right there. But I don't dislike it at all. So, so yeah, um, <clears throat> I want to get into real quick. Some some shit went down in the UFC, and there was a fight a few weeks back. Kobe Covington fought Jorge Masvidal. Kobe won. Like, it wasn't even close. He did get rocked once. But Jorge didn't, you know, commit. You know, because you, you can't just rush in. You might get clipped. Um, so Kobe won that fight convincingly. Not even remotely close. So Jorge caught Col Kobe on the streets. And Kobe was picking up his teeth off the ground. So I, I guess what's going on here is... There's a lot of, you know, divided groups, obviously, because, you know, everyone always wants to pick a side. I like being in the middle because who fucking cares? These ain't my friends, but it is good for conversation. So Kobe apparently was talking about Jorge's kids or calling him a bad dad or some shit. I don't know. Jorge didn't take too kind to that, so he called him at a restaurant and beat his ass. Kobe did press charges. 
I don't know how I feel about that either. But, I mean, it's the right thing to do, I guess. I mean, it's the law. Yeah, I mean, you, mm-hmm. you assaulted I him. mean, was he, like, just attacked while out? Yeah, he was attacked while out. So, he's he's kind of in the right, but I don't know. There's just something weird about it. But, like, so, in the chats, people are like, well, you know, so what if he says something about his kids? That's freedom of speech. Yeah, it is. But... Freedom of speech doesn't mean you can't get open hand slapped. It's like, was Jorge correct in doing so? I don't. I don't think. I'm not gonna say Jorge was right at all because I'm an even tempered guy. You know, I'm not gonna go and just weeks later catch somebody at a steakhouse and jump them. You know, I, I just don't think that's the right thing. Yeah, now if Kobe had like a bite, you know, and then gets rocked like that, that does. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. He eating a good steak and then just get his ass whipped. Then he, oh, oh, yo, what if it, like, what if he's in the middle of it too and the steak hit the ground? Yo, he didn't get to fucking take that shit home in a box. Um, but I, I just wonder your feelings on this matter of these thugs fighting in a steakhouse, like for Jorge. I mean, like my whole feeling is like, look, man, that's assault. Like, you can't just, like, you had 25 minutes, you couldn't do shit, like, within the rule set. Because that becomes a thing, too, though. It's like, when it comes to fighting, it's like, all right, if you're fighting under a set rule set, Kobe clearly was the better fighter. Now, if you take it to the streets. Yeah, I mean, my, I definitely think that's assault. Because, I mean, if Kobe's not even ready to fight, he's yeah. not expecting it. Yeah, he was trying to eat steak. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you, I don't know, challenge the man into a, I don't know. There's like, it's like a street fight. You Meet know. him behind the bowling alley. Some, some people have the, uh, yeah, like your mutual, where you don't want to throw the first punch, you're kind of like talking. And if you both are like talking it out and then like you agree to fight, that's one thing. But when you just straight sucker punch someone who's not even standing up, not to say he sucker punched him, but I don't know if that's what happened. I, I think sounds like it is. I think that's what happened. That's totally then. That, yeah, that's more like a saw because it's like, all right, so now you're not even trying to fight. Like I know you're thinking you're a badass, but it's like, I mean, you gave him probably a, not a good chance to fight back. <laughs> no, it, it, like it sounds like it was kind of a like Jorge attacked him. Kobe, you know, did fight back, but you know, people got in there and broke it up too. Because I don't think there's any video that's been released of the actual fights itself. Which this day and age is shocking. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Because as soon as I saw the, the post, it was like a late night. I post that shit right away in the stories. But I stayed up later looking now for video. I want to see the actual altercation. The only video that I've seen so far was Kobe, you know, talk to his brothers. Like, you know, how the fuck do you know where I'm at? You know, how, how do you know where I was? And he was like, dude. Like, you're all over the fucking internet. I mean, what do you think? You tagged yourself in at that steakhouse. Yeah, Yeah, you tagged yourself at the steakhouse. And Jorge was like, oh, shit. Hey, go get the ski mask. Let's go get this cat. But, like, I don't know, man. It's, yeah, I definitely think Jorge was wrong. And this isn't the first time Kobe's pressed charges on another fighter. Because Fabricio Verdun hit hit Kobe with a boomerang. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't know. Like, Kobe 
talks big shit. I mean, the thing is, the lead up to the fight, they both were talking a lot of big shit about each other's sisters and, you know, everything. They were saying some fucked up shit. And it's like, at this point, the fight's over, you lost. I mean, the thing is, Jorge handled the, the loss at one point pretty okay. I mean, he did his interview. He was like, yeah, I mean, he's still a bitch. He's just a bitch that could wrestle, you know. But he, he admitted, you know, I lost. But he clearly didn't handle it too well because he had to sneak, sneak attack this yeah. dude at a steakhouse. At least he didn't stab him with a steak knife. Yeah, steak he didn't house. get to finish his steak. Definitely. No, some jail time needs though. to be in there. Yeah, that's that's the shit that's <laughs> hurtful. Is the fact that he didn't, like, yo, if he interrupted this dude mid-dinner. Yeah, I hope, he, he might have been dipping a fry in some ketchup. <laughs> you know, like, there was a, a meme that said, you know why he jumped him at the steakhouse, right? Because he asked fucking get some ketchup on his steak. <laughs> it's like, damn, dude. And it's like, kind of. That's kind of warranted. I don't know. But, yeah, how do you, do Do you eat, in, like, do you put anything on your steak when you eat? Not usually. And my dad was, like, would yell at us. and So I never had good, good steak till later in life. Because my dad, he could cook steak, but he would always make it well done. Of and course. then I realized how much better steak is not well done. Um, but, yeah, I would say in general, no. Maybe, uh, no, I like it, I mean, if it's cooked well, like with a lot of seasoning, you don't need it. I don't use ketchup. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> I did back in the day. My dad had some chewy steak. I don't know that I've ever put ketchup. When, when it's on really my steak. well done, I had to put some ketchup on so, it. So I'll put some barbecue sauce on a steak. I've never had a one. Like so. it's I don't. A1 was always overrated to me. Sarah I uses like A1. A1. I, I've never had it. I think I had it once, and I didn't hate it, but I was just like, I can do without. Now, I will put some barbecue sauce on it from time to time. Sometimes I'll just eat it straight up, though. I have this really good creamy horseradish sauce that's good on steak. Hmm. Um, it's more like a mayo-based horseradish. It's pretty good. And it goes well with like a roast beef sandwich. It's very white of you. <laughs> um, nah, like, like, how do you have your steak uh, cooked? I like it medium. Okay. Like, I'm, I've am i just started warming up to medium. I usually get it medium well. I was always a well done because I grew up that way. And then it's like, wow, it's a lot. So I've never been a well done. But medium well was like as far as I would go. Like burgers and everything. And then I've recently, like in the last, I want to say three, four years, started doing medium. It's because like, you know what? I remember going out to dinner for, um, I was out for a birthday with Sarah's friends. And it was an Irish uh, restaurant. And I specifically asked for my steak medium well. And the waitress kept bothering me about, like, no, you should get it medium. You should get it medium. I was like, no, I want it medium well. And, you know, Sarah's friend, whose birthday it was, she was sitting next to me. And she's, like, really leaning on me. Like, no, no, you should really get it medium. Like, they do it really, really, really good here. And then I was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to do medium well. And they brought out medium. It's like, you know, I was just, I mean, it was fine, but it's just, that's not what I wanted. I wanted medium well. Let me have my fucking food the way I ask. Now, that same restaurant, a year prior, I did have a burger there and asked for a medium well. It came out like a fucking hockey puck. The shit was charred. And I remember drowning it in mustard because they're like, just send it back. And I was like, mm mm, I'm not sending it back. I'm not, I'm not playing that game. It's real risky. I don't think I've ever sent back food before. <clears throat> no, never. Never. If something comes out, I'm not digging it, 
I'm gonna make my way. Yeah, I've sort of just accepted the fact there's gonna be once in a while I'm not gonna like what I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I just took an L for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm just gonna accept this one. So, um, apparently there's some uh, static out there in the world too, with um, McDonald's and Arby's. I don't know. Like, they're, they're like, I can't remember what what rapper like had a diss track against. It, it was like an Arby's commercial or something. Dissing McDonald's, dissing the filet of fish, and then um, so my friend Bean he sent us a clip on uh, the Compton in the uh, DMs. I guess there's a I don't know if it's a real retaliation, but it's a, a McDonald's diss track back at Arby's. I was like, oh my god, like we got fast food wars now, like Big and Tupac all over again. Yo, Arby's about to get assassinated. I hope. Man, our Arby's way outnumbered by McDonald's. I hate Arby's so much, y'all. Yeah, I was gonna say. It. Arby's wasn't all that. I mean, I to me, I think it's crazy when because McDonald's gets a lot of hate from some people, but I'm like, man, they're the most classic burger and fries. Like that shit's rocking. They're consistent. (laughs) Then there's Arby's, where Arby's. Every time I go into an Arby's, I feel like I'm rubbing elbows with a rapist. I just don't feel. (laughs) It's a strain a lot. Like yeah, the one we have near here is like truckers. Mm Some strange. I think that's though. all the Arby's. <laughs> I think all truckers eat Arby's. And that's that's. I'm not calling all truckers rapists, but I'm called. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, one of my old jobs. One of the managers went out and got everybody lunch. He came back with Arby's, and I was just like, you know, I don't want to be that guy. Like, uh, <laughs> you so, know, but it was the roast beef yeah. sandwiches. All right, everything that they make that you can get in another fast food place is not good. Like, so they had a ham and cheddar cheese that was really good. It was like a cheddar cheese melt, real good. And I hadn't had it for years, so I come back, and it could just be the one that's over here by me. It I got it, and it was like, Ugh. this is far worse than what I remember. And their mozzarella sticks. The sticks are fine. The marinara is just fucking tomato paste and it's trash. And your your mozzarella sticks are only as good as your marinara. So their marinara is like fucking uh, t- tomato paste that you get from the supermarket. That shit is gross. It's unnecessary. And it makes me angry every time. <laughs> but the mozzarella sticks are pretty fucking good. I don't know. You have to bring your own different yeah, sauce. You just got to bring your own marinara. So... That, that was my news there today. Kobe Covington versus Jorge Part 2, and then Arby's versus McDonald's. I don't really have a lot more to offer other than a movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this could be a quick... Uh, there's not a lot happening right now. Well, I'm sure I have plenty to talk I, I about. I have I'm a, just, a like, movie tired. as well, but you go first. But it, it's. I think it's going to be difficult for me to describe. I'll try. Well, try. <laughs> give, try. Give me your best effort. You want me to go first, then? Of course. Because this might... So it was called First They Killed My Father. I watched it today. Um, First They Killed My Father. So that's the name of it. Angelina Jolie directed it. She did a fantastic job of That's rare because women aren't good at doing most things. <laughs> so uh, how do it was very realistic. So it's about Vietnam. Very realistic being... in killing your father. How do you know that? <laughs> like, come There's, on, you relax. Like a Cambodia so it's Vietnam. Who who are they fighting? Vietnam and well, Cambodia was like the neutral area, sort of. And basically, I think the U.S. was initially fighting them. Um, but basically, it, it follows this girl and her family, very young. All of it is in subtitles. 
the movie does a great job making you feel like you're there. You're, I mean, these people live terrible lives. So the country that they live in basically takes took over the people of like forcing them to do manual labor to support the war. Um, pretty hard life, like families being separated. Little girls are having to pick vegetables and farm and then if they're seen like you know they're given very little food if they're seen like eating a bean they're like pretty you know hit can't do that and i mean these people are dirt living in the like it's rough but i would say angelina she did a great job making you feel like you're there and just kind of getting the feel of what these people had to go through during that time. It's about time she did something right other than adopting <laughs> black kids. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a hard movie to explain because at what's one it, point... What's it on? Netflix. Of course it is. I'm about to cancel Netflix. The, the price yeah, is what a wild ass name. First they killed my father. I mean, I want to see the sequel. Then they <laughs> killed my mother. <laughs> Yeah, the little girls are fantastic. The little kids were great actors because I mean, it, it almost seems like a documentary. It's I mean, it's rough the way they're walking around in the dirt and no shoes and. Hmm. I'll I'll see. I always say I'll check it out, but I have just all this shit on the plate trying to fucking do the other shows. Just like because here I am saying like, well, I didn't really watch anything. I watched a bunch of shit this week. But, like, it wasn't shit that I want to talk about, you know? I watched a bunch of American Horror Story. I watched all the paranormal movies again. I don't want to talk about those things. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to do a podcast talk about both of those. So, no. But I'll check that out. I want to, like, it sounds interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I liked it. It's... I mean, it's... You're, like, kind of... You get sucked into it. But, yeah, it did a great job of just putting you in that world of seeing what it was like. Other than that, we finished Goodwill Hunting. This was Bea's first time, which that's an all-time great movie. It's May, maybe yeah. just remember how good Robin Williams can be because he's always silly and goofy in a lot of movies. But then when he plays a serious role, he's pretty beast. Was well, like, and that was one of his earlier uh, like serious roles too, um, outside of a uh, Dead Poet Society. Um, I feel like there was another one in there too, but. Deadpool Society, Goodwill Hunting, and then after that, he did like one hour photo, which was wild. Um, There's another one that he was in that was real wild too. I, I have it written down. I have to find it, but it's I, I don't even know what the name it is. But this shit is. Uh, hold on, I'm in my phone right now. I'm gonna actually see if I can pull it up. I was trying to like go to our thing and put this title down before I forget it. Because, <laughs> I, I, like, last week I just made it untitled. <laughs> I didn't have anything. I didn't remember what we talked about. I was just like, I don't know what the fuck we talked about. Like, just call it untitled. But um, I'm not going to look up Robin Williams right now because it's just going to take too much. I don't feel like doing all this thinking. That's why we need a producer. Yeah, I know. Fuck. Um, but I'll, I'll um, check that out because it does sound interesting. And then Goodwill Hunting is always a classic real quick on celebrities because sarah was talking about robin williams today was there a celebrity like a movie star that passed that hit you hard yeah i was thinking about it's funny because i was thinking about this because you know that drummer from the food fighters died yeah. and then a lot of people posted about that mm -hmm. and yeah and that's why i was going into because 
by my one buddy Bean. He, Blue fighters are super. He's been popular. texting me like the last couple of days, just it, and just like also on like a personal note, like my friend, you know, Charles. His birthday was Friday. You know, he would have been forty-two. Uh, and, and it's one of those weird things, and you know, he and I were kind of going back and forth about the passing of um, the drummer, and I was just like, "Damn, dude!" And then I was telling Sarah, I was like, you know, I think that hit people pretty hard. And we were talking about just celebrities, period. Like, but like, she was talking about Robin Williams, and I, like, when I really think about it, it's like, as far as movie stars, is there anyone that hit you harder than others? Maybe Paul Walker, just because I did like him in the Fast and the Furious. He's kind of like a a relatable, likable character, and he was so young. I yeah. think to me, it it's more so when someone's young. So if someone's old, I just feel like oh, those are time. They yeah, had a good life. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> when when Marilyn Field puts that shit up in the Nerd Rage news, so and so died at ninety two. It's like that's ain't news, son. That was supposed to happen. They old as fuck. And I say that my grandma's in her 90s. Like, when she dies, yes, I'll be fucking sad. I'll cry. But she had a good run. 90 years? Shit. I feel like yeah, maybe some of, if luckily, none of the my favorite, favorite musicians, besides Shock G, I actually did like Shock yeah, G. Yeah, Shock G was a big one um, for a lot. Like, funny enough, like, a lot of people responded to that one. It was like, y'all motherfuckers act like y'all love Shock G. Y'all ain't know shit about Shock G. Y'all ain't know he was Humpty. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to explain to people who didn't know who he was exactly. Like, man, in the 80s, there's this guy. He had glasses. Like, we knew it was him, but it wasn't 100% sure that it was him. Because even they went as far as in the liner notes of the albums that any song Humpty Hump was on... They made a name for him, Eddie Humphrey, that he wrote the song, and Greg Jacobs was Shock G. And I was like, they went that into detail to just leave that little bit of doubt. There, there <laughs> like, they few, look remarkably similar. There are a few albums where like there would be artists that like would put like multiple names when they did all the work, and it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna write this other name. It's like, yeah, okay. And, and it was funny, because, you know, a lot of rappers' names, too, had something to do with their name. I mean, Greg Jacobs, Shock G. Yeah. Then Eddie, it was Eddie Humphrey the third, so it made sense. All right, <laughs> Humpty Hum. Uh, yeah, every song that had Humpty Hump said it was written by Eddie Humphrey the third. He was, and got credit for it. Um, but yeah, I think uh, some of my favorite musicians, if they were to die would be sad um like i think musicians wise like i don't have a movie star that passed away that really like rattled my cage or anything musicians i'm a little bit more kind of yeah because maybe you're relating to them it's their work or their personal writings some of them yeah, well, which like, i haven't mm-hmm. had one hit me too too bad music wise i know like if I don't know, Mugs Everlast died, that would be sad. Uh, like for I remember we had a lot in the nineties. Uh, well, yeah, the nineties was the grunge bands. Like, well, yeah, I mean that was. But I, I got into more of them. Like a lot of times, I appreciated their music later. To be honest, I think what's the sadder thing from the grunge era? The sadder thing is Eddie Vedder's the last one standing. Like as far as the lead singers go. Like, um, what's his name from Alice in Chains? Yeah, I was died. thinking of him. That dude's voice was awesome. Like, was um, he? He was Lane Staley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Weiland, Stone Temple Pilots, and Velvet Revolver. 
obviously Kurt Cobain, Chris Cornell with Soundgarden, Audio Slave. You know, th- those were the big like breakout grunge bands that that were on the big scene. And then you know Eddie Vedder's like the last one standing, and it's just like, dude, that sucks. Like that really sucks. But um, as far as musicians will go, I like you know contrary to what people might believe, it probably isn't. Shock. I'm a big George Michael fan, so when he died, that actually did kind of like make me sad. I'm like, damn, dude. Not that he was like really making like a lot of like you know great new music. He was still making music. And I was like, damn, dude, that sucks. Um, I started getting into Chris Cornell later. And, like, when he when he died, I was kind of sad about that. But as far as movie stars go, I don't know that there's any one for myself. Because when Sarah was talking about Robin Williams really hit her hard, I was like, I get that for a lot of people. And it's not that I didn't care. It was just one of those things. Like, I was more sad about the fact that, you know, he was going through depression and, you know, one of the quotes is like, you know, he's well-beloved, but he still felt so lonely. You know, that that is very sad. You know, it, but I'm trying to think any actors at all. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Fast Furious did that tribute to Paul Walker, which made it sad, like in the movie. Which, that was cool how they did it. Wasn't he like the babysitter? <laughs> that last one, yeah. They're yeah, like how babysitting the kids. Yeah, That's he's the up. babysitter now. But that that one they when, could, he, when he, he died, they could have done better. His brother finished. There's a scene where they drive off separately. That made you tear up because it's just like the symbolic meaning of it. Yeah, I mean, and, and they did a good job of it. But that could, sort of made the movie in a way the the feeling you had for that <laughs> for Paul like, Walker I felt like that was probably the perfect time to stop. <laughs> but instead, they want to go to space. Now he's the babysitter. <laughs> yeah, now he's the babysitter. What they should do is have his brother come back, like at a cookout, but just from from behind. Like, oh, there he is there. <laughs> like I said, the best first got so <laughs> over the top. Now, like I, I wonder they went from just being this little crew, like now they're like James Bond type people, but they don't work for anyone. Like, what are they? <laughs> yeah, man. Like I, they're saving the world every I, time. Now. I will sit down and watch. That entire series again because it's, it's entertaining. It's, well, like the like, I mean, I watched the first one with you, and I love that first one. That first, and I'm not into cars, like that's not my world. But watching, I was like, yo, this I, is a I feel really like the, good the movie. cast was perfect for that first movie. Like even the second one was fun, and uh, I didn't watch the third one. I think I stopped at the second one. I think the third was the Tokyo yeah, it was Drift. Tokyo Drift. Totally different people. Yeah, and I think, they brought him back in the yeah. uh, this last one. Everyone was back, and I think they're gonna do. We talked about one final one where they'll bring the rock back. I know he was having some beef with Vin Diesel at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's like I want to watch those because it's like I, 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 I'm not against action movies, but I also feel like with action movies too, it's like give me a purpose to the action, like The Expendables. I'm all right. I think I watched the first one, maybe the second one even, and I was like. And I get the whole point of the Expendables. It's like, this is, you know, all your 80s heroes and, you know, good action, no CGI. Let's rock and roll. Let's go. Guns are blazing. Blow shit up. And it's I, like. I do want to look on. back now. You're making me think of when Fashion and Furious took the turn of them just saving the world all the time. <laughs> yeah, these motherfuckers are the Avengers. Yo. It, yeah, it started off like kind of yeah. small. Yeah, these crew. motherfuckers fight Thanos next. And, uh, it's a wrap. Paul Walker was a cop. So then they. Tyrese was helping him in one case, and then it just went from like 
they're just saving the world now all the time. And dead secret agent Kurt when Kurt Russell was brought in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What was his name? It was like something like Mr. No Name or something like that. That seems about right. <laughs> um but yeah, when you see them blasting off into space wearing scuba gear. <laughs> Yo, I didn't believe that shit. Somebody told me they went to, was going into space. I was like, get the fuck out of here. They took off on top of a plane, I believe, first. <laughs> in yeah. their car. Son. That that's that's a joke I always say with horror movies. Like, all horror ends up in space. <laughs> Leprechaun in space. Amityville in space. Jason X. It's like, come on, son, chill. Like, really chill. Um I watched Jackass Forever. Okay. <laughs> Yo, your reaction to that was like kind of like disappointment. Well, interested. Disappointment, no. but interest. Like, yeah, like okay. I, that's speaking of one you didn't think they'd make another one. It's like, damn, Jackass. Again. Well, let me tell you, these guys are in their forties and fifties now. Definitely their fifties. <laughs> like, let me tell you, this shit was wild. Like, it, it's. It was a lot of dicks and nuts. That I can tell you that much. To the point where I was like, I don't. I did finish it, but it, I I had to take a break because you know scrotum's getting ripped in half isn't appealing. Um, let's see. There there was one point they like so they had uh, the one dude sitting there covered in honey and they let the bear loose into the room with them. They actually did have to send a trainer in to get the bear because they're like, yeah, that bear's about to fucking kill that dude. Go, go, like, go get him. Um, this same dude also got bit by a tarantula, even though he won. But they're like, eh, yeah, but you're still the loser. So in the tarantula fangs, very clear as day, you see that shit go in. It bit him and then ran off. And I was like, oh, my Lord. Like... What am I watching? But I couldn't look away. Like I, I like the second Jackass, Jackass Two. I like that. It, it was good. I think I, I think I owned it. I watched it like probably weekly at one point. But the third one, I was like, okay, this is dumb. The fourth one wasn't terrible. It was just it was like, like yo, what? Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but. It's it's worth a watch, like on like just some board shit. Like, eh, got nothing else to do. Let me go ahead and you is know. that on? Was uh, that on? Paramount? I think. I think. I don't know. There's too many fucking apps. I don't even know what I watch most shit on. Like, I, I actually need to go cancel UFC because most of the shit's on ESPN now. There are a lot of other promotions on UFC Fight Pass, but I don't really watch them. And what I need to start doing now with some of these apps. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Because um, I need to start, like, not using them, like, cancel them. You know, pick them back up, though, when it comes time. Like, showtime. I cancel that. But when I know something's coming up next fall, pick it back up for two months, cancel it out again. Because um, I know in that two months, I'll also watch that series. But also, I'll watch some other documentaries. There's a Whitney Houston docu- documentary on there I really want to watch. There's a, a Beastie Boys documentary on there I really want to watch. A Wu-Tang documentary I really want to watch, but I never got around to it because I was just dicking around watching Bill Cosby fucking rape women and shit. Well, he wasn't raping them, but he was definitely <laughs> fucking poisoning them and then raping them. But I didn't watch him actually perform the act. I just you know, watched him talk about it. But um, 
like UFC Fight Pass, there's no use for it now because ESPN has all the UFC stuff. Like it used to be where I would sit there and just watch UFC cards and like I'd start with one and probably watch like up to 40. Like not in a night, but you know, just kind of go through them like over a period of time. And then it got to this weird point where I was like, let me just kind of watch the current shit. Like let me get back to the basic, you know, where I am. Um, But yeah, oh, speaking of which, there's a, the ninth, there's a UFC card. It's going to be a good card. You're welcome to come if you want. I keep inviting you, you know, like you keep uh, not showing up to my fight parties anymore, making me feel some kind of way. Really, it's just me and my neighbors watching fights. Marilyn Phil came last time, and like he disappeared. I was like, oh, shit, I think Marilyn Phil like, went home. Motherfucker well, told me he went home. Now he went up to Third Eye Comics, got some stuff, and he came back with like a bunch of like sweets because that's what he does. And then he watched the fights. and was like, cool. So, uh, But April 9th. It's going to be a two-title fight. It's a pretty stacked main card, and then the uh, prelims look pretty good, too. But um, who's going to be fighting? The Korean Zombie fighting uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. That could be fun, but I think Alexander's going to beat his ass. But what I'm there for is the 125-pound belt, or 135, I'm sorry, where Aljamain Sterling, he won off a of DQ, and they gave him the belt. And he was like, I don't want to win this way. He throws the belt down. Then after he's taking pictures, I was like, yeah, I'm the real champ. <laughs> so I want to see Peter Yawn dig in that ass. I want to see. It is a whack way to win a yeah, belt. Yeah. Like, I wish it was like That's WWF. That's like when Carson Wentz won the damn Super Bowl of the Eagles. And he didn't do a yeah. damn thing. <laughs> like, you didn't win a Super Bowl. Like, I wonder if he puts that on his resume. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl champ. champ. <laughs> like, Nick Foles did it. Like, like. Yeah, I won a Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> You're there. Like, yeah, I helped the team. Yeah, you carried the water. Like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. He's already doing his commander <clears throat> promos where he's like... Yeah, I saw... I forget what their logo is. Something like, take command. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, man. That sucks. Man, like, why did two teams get rid of you? Yeah, that that I'm wondering. Hey, did it, anything? Oh, there were some. Uh, the big one was yeah. Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. Well, no, there was another uh, big trade too, though. Uh, who got? There was another wild ass trade. Uh, Tyree Kill, and then we spoke about Watson, and they still got Baker as of now. That's and crazy. then there's some more charges pending. <laughs> Coming up, so the be Cleveland right. might be in a lot of if if something happens, they could they just fuck their team over. He'll be okay, but they still have Baker. Imagine telling Baker like, "Actually, we need you." <laughs> yeah, we brought in Watson. We would rather have him, but he's going to jail for a little bit. Um, I thought there was another Tyreek Hill. Yeah, for sure. There's a one other trade that happened this week. It was like they gave up a lot for Tyreek Hill and gave him a lot of money. So you have Tyreek Hill now paired with Jalen Waddle. If it wasn't for Jamar Chase, everyone would be talking about how amazing Jalen Waddle was rookie year. It was another receiver, I think. But then you have uh, yeah, well, Devontae Adams went to the Raiders. That one was we already talked about that one though. There's uh, Cooper went to. We talked about that one. DK Metcalf's rumored to be going somewhere. Damn, they're just shuffling the deck, yo. Yeah, this is a wild ass year. Let me check my text because I know you text me um, about Tyreek Hill. I was like, Jesus Christ, really? Like they they out here playing Madden with these motherfuckers right now. Yeah, it's 
crazy right now. This is the most I've, I mean, think how many quarterbacks have changed teams this year. Big name, I mean, the two best receivers in the league have changed teams. With Tyreek and Devontae Adams. Yeah. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson is a freaking phenomenal quarterback on a different team. I don't know who it was. Like, there was someone else that got traded. I could be making shit up, though, man. I, yo, I imagine There's a lot. Will yeah. shit, Khalil Mack got traded. Yeah, we saw that. Um, it, It's just not. I can't think right now. It's fine. That It doesn't matter. Who was. The Colts did get their quarterback. It was who did they get? Yeah, they, yeah, that's what it was. They got someone. I was like, who? Well, that's easier. Like, just pull up the Colts. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was, I don't even think it was anything impressive. <laughs> no, but it was still like, oh, oh, Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it wasn't a big deal because it was like, oh, that dude, he's only got a year left. But yeah, Atlanta did him a favor. Like yeah. they. I don't think they got much for it, and they were basically letting him go to a good team. They got like a like really low pick, like was it like a six yeah, round. They were they were round? doing it for, for like I mean, hey, he was loyal to them, so they they gave him what he wanted. They're like, hey, remember what happened with Stafford last year? <laughs> well, we got you covered. They sent him to the coast. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like these bitches it's ain't winning nothing. The memes of Baker wanting to go to the Colts. And like, <laughs> the Colts don't want you. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go to the Colts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Colts are like, uh, yeah, we uh, decline. <laughs> like, please don't. Don't want to go. Here. You ever see that stupid TikTok of, I think it's a white girl talking about how yeah, she doesn't like yeah. white dudes? Like, white dude, you can keep those or something. And uh, yeah. every race was like, on behalf of the black race, we'd like to pass her off to the Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Mexican's like, yeah, uh, we appreciate that. But um, on we're behalf of the Mexicans, we're going to go ahead and send her over to the Asians. <laughs> you know, that shit's great. The last one is like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> it's like, like what, what, what? I remember the original meme. She was like, eat your hearts out, boys. Or some shit like this, like this is not attractive. Like, oh my god, it was like, Jesus Christ, dude, that's terrible. Ugh. I mean, she set herself up too. Like, I mean, one. Yeah. Like, don't don't do that. It's the it's the world of the internet. <laughs> the internet is fucking undefeated. Number it's one, like and that, it's ruthless. That other lady where she says something like, "If you're not a certain size, yeah. you should not be talking to me." And it's just like, who are you to be? T- <laughs> I remember, it was, uh, what was it, Maxim? Or one of those men's magazines. There's some chick. She was like, "If, like, but there's no picture of her. She was like, if you're less than nine inches, then I don't want to hear from you. And I remember when I saw her, I was like, 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 you, like, what do you look like then? Like, like, are you worth it? Like, because, like, who are you to make demands? No pictures of this broad. But I was like, <laughs> like, yeah, you, you're, you're probably in no position to be making demands. That's why there's no picture of you. One of the responses was hilarious. I, I forget what it was, but this dude basically was like acted like he was looking. He was like, hello in there. <laughs> he was like, if you're this big, he's like, you could just go all around. Then you should need to shut the fuck He had like a thick accent. He was like, shut the fuck up, bitch. He's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> um, yeah. So Why would you even put that online? Because people are wild. Yo, I think, well, I mean, a lot of the people want attention, for sure, but... She got the attention from the wrong... Yeah. <laughs> she, 
Yeah, it's kind of funny too if you get made to be a meme. I was in the just wrong thinking way. it. Like, that like, kind of sucks. That sucks. Like if if you say some dumb shit and it's like, oh really? <laughs> you about to get memed? Like, huh? Well, I didn't mean it. Nope, too late. Because we did. Um, but yeah, this shit is goof troop. We gotta rate this beer real quick. Do we now? It's a hazy pilsner. Okay. Seasonal release. Um. Yeah, I was gonna read all that, but we don't know what that means, so I won't <laughs> bother. Now you're getting some, it. Some sass hops, <laughs> but yeah, it has a little citrus spice and a faint malty aroma. Um, but yeah, I would say this is kind of like a pilsner mixed with IPA. Mm. That's how I would describe it. But yeah, I think it's funny that it's by uh, Beck Breckenridge. I always think of, I think it was. Um, who was that comedian that used to be on the soup? Daniel Tosh. No, oh, yeah. I think yeah. he does some kind of bit where he's like joking about basketball and then like white sports or something. It's like something about Beckenridge, implying only rich people would play that. This is episode number 47, right? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. So, yeah, what would you rate this one? Um, what's, pretty... what's the percentage? Oh, 5%. Five. A little low, but Ugh. Pilsner-ish. Yeah. That definitely plays into it. I'm going to give this a... I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. I'm going to give it a 6-2. I'm going to go 6-5. Okay. That seems fair. It's about, you know, the range. We're on today. Our periods match this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You, like, that's... That's not the title episode. I was about to switch... Our periods match. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled immediately. Okay. <laughs> Try. <laughs> like, oh my God, let's cancel these motherfuckers. Like, you don't like want to. Like, we meant that. periods on sentences. Like, well, I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a wacky world now. Men can have periods, right? I mean, they could win the women's yeah, why would level, uh, NCAA swim uh, competitions now. I didn't even think of that. If you were to have that operation, dude, then have I don't know I don't if that's how that works. <laughs> I'm no scientist by any means, but I that feel like that would be a bad uh, side effect. That's or... a terrible trade-off. It's like what was it? Um, Andrew Schultz, who's a fucking hilarious comedian. Like he says the he, is funny, yeah. he says the worst possible things, but it's like it's okay because <laughs> it's fucking funny. He was talking about like women picking the uh, now for equality. It's like, they picked the right time to fight for quality. And men are out there, like, fighting grizzly bears and shit. They're like, oh, we're just going to stay here at the house. As soon as I get AC in the fucking offices, we want equality now. It's like, yeah, well played. <laughs> but you still bleed once a month, so we win. It, but that is that is kind of the thing. It's like, we were talking about that at work the other day. My manager's daughter is getting to that age. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, when my kid gets that age, I was like, Sarah, handle that. Like, make it stop. Like, and if something happens to Sarah, and I'm, a, you know, I get my kid, and it's like, hey, dad, this has happened. I'm going to go to the doctor. Like, this thing has been bleeding for days, and it's still alive. Shoot it. <laughs> like, I'm not a bad dad. I promise y'all. Like, I, I did stories tonight with my kid. We read comic books. I think that's good shit. Some dads don't read shit. <laughs> Reading her Michael Myers. No, but she 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 loves zombies. Like she likes scary stuff. Remember <laughs> with that meme, the little girl loved Michael Myers. That was just wild. Yeah, that shit. Like 
it's weird because it's like we are very open to letting Sophie be who she wants to be. Like, you know, like what you like. She likes, right now she's into Teen Titans Go. That's like her favorite cartoon to watch. Oh, that's cool. Um, and, and we read the comics at bedtime every night. So, you know, that works too. But, you know, we, we don't try to tell her you can. Well, Sarah doesn't like, she doesn't like Harley Quinn. And Sophie likes Harley Quinn. She's like, I want to be Harley Quinn for Halloween. So I was like, no. It's like, she can be Harley Quinn without dressing like one of these Harley Quinn figures that I have here. <clears throat> but she just really, really dislikes Harley Quinn. And it's like, which, understandably so when you know the history of the character. You know, when girls are like, I want a romance just like Harley and Joker. Do you now? Like, so what's your boyfriend like now? <sighs> well, it's, it's complicated. Hmm. It makes sense now. I get it. Is, is he like borderline abusive? Yeah, he yells at me. Mm, I bet he does. Like he punched a hole in the wall. Is his name Kyle? Yeah. Mm, okay. Just just like I thought. Does he drink a lot of Monster Energy drink? Yeah. Okay. You definitely want a relationship like Harley and Joker. Then go for it, Tuts. Knock yourself out. Um, but like we we let the kid do what she pleases. Like you know, within boundaries. We're not gonna be like. You know, go play with the electric socket. It's kind of fucked up. Actually, my teammate, he's from Chicago. And he's never seen, like, you know, like the little outlet stoppers, like the plastic joints you put in the outlets to keep kids from playing with them. He's never seen one of those. He was very confused. He asked his then-girlfriend at the time, like, why the fuck are these in the outlets? And she was like, so kids won't play with them and electrocute them? So I was like, what kind of stupid fucking kids are playing with outlets? <laughs> and then, but I started thinking about that. I was like, you're right. What kind of stupid fucking kids are playing with outlets? Because none of the kids, Sarah's ever nannied, ever fucking play with the outlet. Well, they also always had the fucking outlet covers. We didn't have outlet covers. Sophie knew better. Like, I don't remember. That. I do remember the Mr. Yuck symbols in my first apartment everywhere. Which, that just made me look for them. <laughs> yeah. So, I always think about that, though, too. It's like, when we put things up to keep kids from doing shit, it's like, I feel like that's going to force... Like, the D.A.R.E. program. Wherever there's a D.A.R.E. program, there's more drug use. Coincidence? I fucking think not. Like, I remember being in the Boy Scouts. They talked about PCP, like the D.A.R.E. program. And it sounds terrifying to me, but low-key, kind of like, oh, I mean, maybe I want to try that shit. <laughs> Never heard of it. It's only three letters. <laughs> Can't be too bad. Like, how bad can it be? Three letters. Get the fuck out of here. Give me some of that. Like, it's, like make me feel no pain? Shit. I love Michael Myers. Like, a jump off the balcony. <laughs> and I, I've never tried PCP, in case people are wondering. But I did take a bunch of acid my first time out. And let me tell you, not a good move. Ain't been right since. Actually, I have been fine. I was watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is a Good great movie. fucking movie. But yeah, with Brad Pitt's on acid, that's yeah. just hilarious. <laughs> that at the end. So Especially great. when I mean he's like giggling, like what's going on? <laughs> well, he throws the can at the girl, like yeah, goddamn. Oh, that shit is great. <laughs> and he's just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that movie is so good. Like, it's good in a way that it shouldn't. It's be. a wild, weird, but crazy so movie. Good. Like. Like I need to, I I need to own that movie because it is really really fucking good. It's like especially at the end, he's like high as shit. They break in, he's like looks six the dog on him, <laughs> just all the shit. Then like the final fucking hurrah with the fucking blowtorch. 
And then he's God. talking to the neighbor about it. He's like, yo, my buddy killed two of them. And then I torched the third. He was like, you torched them? Yeah, I had the blowtorch from. And then the other dude knew what movie it was from. He's like, that movie? Is in it? He's like, yeah. And it works. It still works. And he's like, do you want to come over for a drink? And I was like, yeah. I was like, well. You have a night like that, and then you're just casually having a drink at the other person's house. I just feel like that's how it should be done, dude. I was like, I think that's that could be a thing with fact because it wasn't it based off somewhat of a story. So it was, but it wasn't. Yeah, you I mean, know, when it, they say based off a story, it could be like one little incident. Well, that one. specifically was supposed to be the um, Manson family. Oh yeah, that's right. Sharon that's Tate. right. I forgot all about that, but yeah, that that those little hippies were wow. Yeah. That was a disturbing group of individuals. Yeah, like. <laughs> Like dirty so feet be getting me. Like ugh. I'm not into I'm not into feet, period. But dirty feet are gross. But cults are kind of cool, dude. Like I found this one chick on on TikTok <laughs> who who escaped the cult, and she talks about the experience. And she's like, "There's so many people on here talking about like cults are so cool and da da da." Let me tell you, it's not. And it's like I'm thinking to myself, I was like, "I'm sorry, I am one of those guys." But I also I don't think cults are really cool. But look, if there's anyone that needs a fucking cult, it's probably me. Which, I mean, jiu-jitsu is kind of a cult. Um, like, most shit that I do is kind of culty. Like, collecting these action figures, going to Skull Fest. You know? Kind of culty. You know? <laughs> I show up here, take my keys, Bobby and Laura. Like, give me some alcohol. You know? Um, my podcast, culty. Like, I feel like I'm in a cult when I'm doing my podcast. Like, let's drink the Kool-Aid together, y'all. Like, I do a podcast here. We're drinking beer. I don't know what you fucking put in my beer. Like, I could, like every time I drink and then when you leave, I go to sleep. <laughs> it's kind of fucking culty and rapey. I don't trust you anymore. Um, but cults are huh. cool. That's thought of. I watched a movie today with Brad Pitt <clears throat> and Angelina Jolie. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. But yeah, that made me remember they, another they're, scene. They're not that, married anymore, are they? No. The hmm. hippie scene of it was the weird looking dude with like half a tooth on. One, was wearing no shirt and he's just, he stabs the Brad oh, Pitt's tire. Yeah. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> he's like, no, and he's like giggling. Brad Pitt just beats the hell out of him, Dude. and he fixes the tire. That movie is so fucking good. Oh, that's that reminds me. So, what? Okay, I got I got an email, uh, and I was gonna post this on Facebook because I I thought it was fucking just bananas. And in my mind, I was just like, "Yo, gambling's gotten out of hand." When you start getting emails from, where is it? Uh, ESPN Fantasy Games play Oscars Pick'em. Oh, God. So I did play it. <laughs> and I'm I'm trash at this game because I picked West Side Story for everything because I love West Side Story. So that's what I picked. It, but it was just funny, like, looking through the, the list. Because Oscars are coming up. Um, actress in a supporting role. I don't know none of these bitches. But I picked Ariana uh, DeBose. From West Side Story. Um, Judy Dench in Belfast. Kirsten Dunst from Interview with the Vampire and Spider-Man fame. She got nominated for some shit I can't read because like, the writing's too small. Some chick with another name I can't read was in that uh, Will Smith movie about Venus and Serena. And then Jesse Buckley. I don't know what that is. But... I also picked the percentages, too. So if I saw, like, 80% of people pick that, that's what I picked, too. Because <laughs> I feel like they probably know better than me. So it's so like, you guys must know. Um, and then, 
what are, like all types of wild things. Sound, best sound editing. I picked Dune because the other movies I hadn't heard of. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, why did I pick Dune? I should have picked West Side Story. Maybe I didn't see it. I had them not seen it. If I would have seen West Side Story, oh, I can't change my pick now. Fuck, I got I to gotta sign up with a new email address. Uh, cinematography. So I didn't pick West Side Story because the, the uh, background, the CGI was really fucking cheap. Shame on you, Spielberg. So I picked Dune because I didn't know the other movies. Well, I know Nightmare Alley, but I hadn't watched it yet. And The Tragedy of Macbeth. I think Denzel's in it. And then Power of the Dog. I think Sarah saw that. Best documentary. Don't know. So I just picked Queen of Basketball. Basketball. (laughs) Uh, Best visual effects. I picked Dune again. And the reason I didn't pick Spider-Man, even though I love that movie, it was fine. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. Let me see here. I, I don't know that. Wait, is the Oscars today? I don't think I picked Dune. I felt like I would have picked Shang-Chi because I thought that was very beautiful. I thought that fucking movie was gorgeous. Best animated, I picked Encanto because, yo, that soundtrack is slapping something. <laughs> and so people running around the house singing, you can't talk about Bruno. Yo, that shit is great. Um, and the rest of these other fucking movies, fuck these things. I, they're all Disney like things anyway. It looks like Luca, Raya, The Last Dragon. Oh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. That was tight as shit, too. That was on some next level, like, above kids' brains. Uh, best short film, don't know, so I picked Windshield Wiper. <laughs> There's a movie called Windshield Wiper. Relatable. Um, actor in a supporting role, I don't even know, but I picked this guy. Oh, I knew I didn't pick. No, that's bullshit. These aren't my picks, because I picked J.K. Simmons for uh, the Ricky Ricardo and Lucy movie, being the Ricardos. I picked him as Fred. And then Best International Film, Drive My Car, because I feel like in I like Saudi Arabia, I think the women just started driving, so I feel like that's probably a good documentary, if that's what that's about. It's probably not. <laughs> but, eh, Hand of God. Hmm. Let's see here. And then Best Short Film, The Long Goodbye, because let's face it, I tell Sarah I'm on my way home, and two hours later I'm still saying goodbye. Uh, oh, best costumes design. I picked Cruella for sure because I love that fucking movie. West Side Story was fine, but I think Cruella fucking killed it with the fucking costumes. The best original screenplay, don't care. I'm pretty sure I picked. I didn't pick any of these, but I would have picked the worst person in the world if I had to pick because that just seems like some good writing. Uh, best adapted screenplay. I know that I picked Dune. But they say that. Most of these movies I haven't even heard of. um, Best music. I know that I picked fucking West Side Story, but it's not on here. So I probably picked Encanto. And then film editing. I picked Dune for sure because whatever. Best documentary, Summer of Soul because black folks. And then production design. I don't know what that means, but I'm pretty (laughs) sure I picked Dune. Um, best music or original song. Let's see here. I don't see anything that I would have picked on here. So I probably just skipped it. Yeah, I did skip it. Let's pick now. Be Alive. That's a foreign word. Down to Joy. That sounds like someone giving head. No Time to Die. Let's go with that. No Time to Die. Ah, I can't pick it. It won't let me pick it. Fuck this game. 
So basically, if you got a gambling problem, go pick on Oscars, y'all. I mean, you can bet on anything. Yeah. It was yeah obviously, because I'm trying to bet on the Oscars right now. When uh, the moment Washington signed Carson Wentz, our Super Bowl about odds went down. Like, that was rude. It seems fair. Because <laughs> what they're saying is he's going to get hurt. So it's all right. Well, I think there was maybe the possibility to get someone else. So then when they they knew they were getting a quarterback, and they're like, oh, it's Carson Wentz. Yeah, you're not, <laughs> not winning a Super Bowl. They're like, just wrap this one up for me. Like, they're already eliminated from the playoffs. It's like, damn, we're not Detroit. Fucking relax. Damn, who is going to be the worst team next year? Well, the NFC, I think there's not going to be too many. I think the AFC is going to be far better than the NFC next well, yeah. year. Everybody left. It was I mean, like Packers were the best NFC team last year, record-wise, and they lost their best receiver. They'll still probably be fine, but it's a big loss. Seattle's fine. don't wasn't good last year, but they lost a lot of people. And they're not going to be good next year. Tampa Bay got everyone back, and they could – Probably be pretty good. The Rams, for the most part, are getting everyone back, but they had some key they lost players like retired. Um, Buffalo. Yeah, one of their offensive linemen retired. Uh, Von Miller's gone. Odell Beckham's up in the air. I looked at the uh, big names that are still available, and I was like, Detroit, make a move. Then I looked at it, I was like, none of these players is going to help Detroit. Enough. Like, like, no one can go to Detroit that's going to make an impact. In the I right saw direction. one thing of like saying <clears throat> a perfect place for Baker would be Detroit. I was wondering why that is. I don't know <laughs> that. Th- no, I don't think that's a good call. I'd love to see that article, but that doesn't seem like a good place. I don't think that's a good place for anyone. Like, like none of these younger quarterbacks trying to you know make a come up. Like, I think the best move for them right now, quarterback wise, is just. Jared Goff, although they do have like they're doing like a mock draft because they're talking about the quarterbacks. They 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 project Detroit taking a quarterback at thirty two. I was like, that's not a bad move, you know, kind of you know set for the future. See how the next year goes, but the problem is they're going to end up in a position probably where fans are going to start booing Goff and they're going to want that rookie to come in. I just don't think that's the right move. I think next year is a better quarterback class too. Yeah. I'd still be likely picking around the beginning. <laughs> like Detroit's, yeah, it's like they're fine. They're like that's the thing though. It's like they pick quarterbacks at the shitty time, and then like they took Joey Harrington. There's like so many other available options. They took Joey Harrington. They took like they missed on a lot of good players, and it's just like you're picking in the top ten, and there are players that are going at like twenty five that are fucking killing. They could have Lamar Jackson. But nah, and said they wanted. What did they get that year? A linebacker, I think. I feel like they got a linebacker. Yeah, Washington's not drafted well. We got a linebacker last year. It's supposed to be our middle linebacker. Um, I think they're giving up on that. Good to play outside linebacker. Maybe good. he'll be better, but he hasn't been too good for a first round pick. Yeah, that's fair. All right, man. Let's wrap this shit up. Like I like I gotta go watch the Oscars. I gotta see my picks right now. Um so thanks everybody for hanging <laughs> in there with us. Listening to our rants and raves. I don't give a peace be with you in a while. Peace be with you. I wasn't done. I just wanted to throw that in. Okay, cool. Cause like my guest on off the mats for episode one oh one that we recorded, I was doing like my, my clothes out. I goes, Oh yeah, by the way, I'm gonna be doing stand up again. I was like, Okay. <laughs> Now I got to splice that. Like, I I got those skills now. I'm going to pull that out 
go put it further back where he was doing his shit. So, so I'm, I'm nice with the fucking edits. But thanks, everybody. If y'all got any questions, concerns, y'all can reach out to us at uh, Steve's at Thor.Bentley. Oh, hiccups. Thor.Bentley. I'm at BJJ.Wiki. And collectively, we're at Colompton Social Club. Um, yeah. Say hi. Shit like that. Suggest some beers. Talk to us. But um, otherwise, that's it. I ain't got shit else to say. Stevie? Good too. Bye, bitch.